Hey, boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Got anything going on this week? Maybe a little uh, pigskin chucking. Wait, what? Maybe some touchdowns? A little uh, dynasty trades trading. Ooh, some interceptions, maybe. Ooh. Fantasy point scoring. I'm so ready. A fumble. Not a fumble. Got a little something going on this week. Mm. Little dynasty fans football that counts. Little red zone. Ooh. Little PPR reception points. <laughs> Get your lineup set. One thing is true though. Football is back. Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. Garrett Price. How's it going? And Jared Wackerly producing. Hello. It's a big week. Football is back. We made it. The 2022 season is upon us. This is it. It counts. It's for real. Every reception, every rushing yard, every passing yard. And if you still got defenses, those can play too. I guess. (laughs) Even a couple kickers. It's got fishbowl kickers. Yes. Extra points. Get them in. So it's back. This is all the work that we've been talking about, all that we've been preparing for in the offseason. There is no offseason dynasty, but our offseason work where the season isn't happening is finally going to culminate to this. Yes, it is. Are you ready? I can barely talk. I'm so ready. Oh. <laughs> Matt's, Matt's, Matt's very conflicted uh-huh. because simultaneously with one of the greatest weeks of the year, it's combined with one of his least favorite shows of the year. All together. All together. Mash it together like a sandwich. It's like <laughs> peanut butter and something disgusting. <laughs> Why? Because it's our bold prediction show. That's, That's right. right. Where we're going to give you a lot of uh, bold predictions where we are hoping 5% come true. <laughs> Rich and I come talk, come in talking about these exorbitant numbers of, of predictions we have. And Matt's like, I could barely come up with six. <laughs> and my brain doesn't work like this. So. I, I actually tried to this year... Uh, tail mine in just a little bit to make them more uh slightly more realistic yeah yeah because i mean for the last couple of years so did you reel them in or rein them in or did you did you tail them in what is did you like wrap a tail around them and pull them in how did that work i uh i told myself to be more realistic <laughs> okay so you reined it in all right i was like you know your hit rate on these bold <laughs> predictions have been pretty off and i was like I was having that uh, Gollum talk where I'm talking to myself, you know, like my precious, <laughs> my precious predictions. Uh, and I was like, why don't you make them a little bit more obtainable? What do you mean? Not like Baker Mayfield QB one overall? Exactly. That's exactly what I mean. Make it a little bit more attainable. Look at you. So where do you want to put Baker Mayfield? Oh, I'll tell you here in the next couple minutes. <laughs> Gosh, go get him, Gollum. Look uh, at you Lord of the Ring in it, man. Yeah. So we're mm-hmm. here. We're going to talk about it before we get into the regular season. And we digest this regular season into dynasty format and how we can, you know, help transform our dynasty teams that are contenders to make sure they can get to the championship or teams that are rebuilding or, you know, re, uh, what do we, what do we call it last year? Uh, reloading, relo- reloading, re- reloading. Is that what it was? Did we call them that last year? I feel like that's a pretty commonly used re- rebuilding, term. reloading. All I remember is dynasty summer. That's yeah. all Hot I remember. Boy, dynasty summer, <laughs> but you know, no matter where you are in your dynasty league, we're going to help you get over to wherever you want to be. Right. We're going to help you along that rainbow. Okie doke. 
Okay. Yeah. But before we do that, I got to tell you about our friends at Prize Picks. Uh, before the season started, I had to get my week one Prize Picks bets yeah, in did. here. Um, what is Prize Picks? Before we even get into that, it's Prize Picks is a player where you you put some. Um, <laughs> There's too, too many, many P's. Too in many there. P's. It's not a player. It's Rich, an app. Rich just exploded. <laughs> Prize picks players. Platypuses. It's weak. They're one. everywhere. Um, you know, it's it's a it's we a need another, preseason two, folks. <laughs> it's the number one legal way to make player props. And what's fun is I brought my me and my brother Lauer together this uh, week in New York, and I was showing him, and he's like, I gotta get this app. These these pit, these prop bets are too easy. This is easy money. I'm like, exactly, friend. I'm about to be so rich. <laughs> um, so you pick two to five players. You pick the over under projections. You go up to 10 times your entry because they give you an option there. You can max it out for like 10 times your entry. Or you can just say, hey, I want to win three out of four, four out of five for like three or four times my money. Uh, I went all the way to the wall. That's what I always do. So Shocking. what do you do? You get down there, any sport so you want. Once I told my brother-in-law you could bet golf on this as well with the NFL, he went insane. He's like, you mean I could take bet, take golfers and NFL players make prop bets in one bet? I'm like, you absolutely can. You want to get a little baseball together. action? He's like, mm-hmm. I do not, but maybe I do. Let me see what the Mariners going on with my guy, uh, J-Rod. And I'm like, okay, buddy, get down there. So he's over there mixing matching sports. I'm just looking at my NFL guys. Um, Tell him about Tom Brady this week. Oh, and they have Tom Brady. So we go on there, and they have Tom Brady's a free pick. His over-under prop bet is 0.5 passing yards. So I'm like, wait, what? It's yeah, a free, they're, it's a free they're bet. It, it's a free square. So you get an, a free. As uh, long as he plays. Watch it's a free square. Uh, it loses. Everyone loses. <laughs> so here's. Breaks his leg on the first I'll, play. I'll give you, um, I'll give you three, three props that I gave on here. One for the season long I made this past weekend. I took Joe Mixon. I did a four four pick play, uh, twenty bucks to win two hundred. Joe Mixon. Oh, I took more uh, the over on a thousand fifty point five rushing yards. A thousand fifty for the year. Easy. For the year. Okay. All right. I took Zeke Elliott over eight seventy five and a half rushing. I took Jamar Chase over one thousand two hundred fifty point five yards. Ooh. A little risque, but that hey, one's risky. I'm a believer. And then I took DJ Moore over one thousand seventy five point five yards. Consistency tells us that he will do that. Even if it's Correct. only by 25 yards. And then for week one, I did, um, I'll give you one of my Tom Brady here is my free play, three picks. Uh, so three picks, 20 bucks to, pick, to win 100 bucks, right? Shouldn't be too hard. First bet, Tom Brady over 0.5 passing yards. I'm already halfway into the money. I'm a third of the way there. That's where halfway you're at. a third of the way. <laughs> That's where you're at. Not the and I took pretty halfway there. I took Stefan Diggs uh, over 66 and a half receiving yards on Thursday. And I took Cam Akers over. 58 and a half rushing and receiving yards combined. Combined. Total. It's already a banner show. It's a little risque, <laughs> but I took it. And I also took a uh, two teamer and a five pick. Play, We're already so. halfway home. It's fine. We're already halfway home. We're like probably us half over. So, like it. You know, right now, get the prize picks. Use the promo code NERDS. I know it was either in Missouri or Kansas. You just opened up uh, legalized uh, betting. So you might, Kansas. prize picks might be there. Kansas. Yeah, it was Kansas. Yep. Um, check it out there as well. Get in there. I I live in Ohio. It's not going to be legal here until January first. But guess what? I go to New York sometimes, and it's legal there, and it's fantastic. And I use the promo code Nerds, and I doubled my money. So I put in a hundred bucks. My account had two hundred. After this weekend, I'm probably going to have like six hundred bucks. Who knows? I mean, I'm going to throw my Bentley in my driveway up here soon. Um, that's all I got to do. Price picks. Download the app. Put in the promo code Nerds. On the bottom of the show sheet, we do have a little Google Sheet page. If you put in the email address that you use to sign up, and you use the promo code Nerds. We will cross-check that, and we will send you a Dynasty Nerd shirt. Fill that Google sheet out. Put your size in, your address in. If there's a team, put a couple of your favorite teams, and we have that color, we will send that color. 
All that for just win some cash. That, Buy specs. Check that, it out. That t-shirt promo is ending soon this week, right? Yeah. I thought it was like it's once the season started. When that Rich one's... says. Okay. Soon. So like sure. this week, I think, is when okay. it is. So check it out. Last it, chance. But even when the shirt ends, you still got all these props to get on there and win some cash. Absolutely. Like I said, my brother-in-law was like, dude, some of these props are like pretty crazy. I'm like, no, there's got to be something up mm-hmm. until we're rich. <laughs> so that's it check them out prize pick promo code nerds and don't forget of course about the dynasty nerds promo we're running with the promo code football uh get on there use that promo code football save 15 percent off all our tools uh 15 whether it be the dynasty gm whether it be all the tools we have on the site as well like the dynasty nerds film room we'll be having a ton of all 22 film on that film room to help you get for this 23 class and oh, yeah. this 23 class is only getting better because if you want watched Anthony Richardson play quarterback this Ooh. past weekend for Florida. He was like Houdini out there. Wow. But, Jared, but Jared's all but in. throwing passes. Jared's also. special, man. Jared's Dude. made like 18 trades trying to acquire him already. I'm all in. Yes. He looked good. unbelievable. You got to make moves quick. You got to take you the risk. And yeah. risk if you don't overreact in Dynasty, then you're just, if somebody you're else will. Yeah. Well, somebody else will. And then, look, okay, what's an overpay today is underpay tomorrow. It's 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 what I've been saying forever. You <laughs> have to make moves like that to be uh, like to get these players in dynasty. And then to me, he looked good enough to be the one one in a superflex startup Could last be. week. Could be. So we shall see. Now, are you guys ready yes. for the twenty twenty two bold predictions? Excuse me, I'm, I have to go to the bathroom. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason Matt wasn't on the show. Though. BP still sells gas, right? Yes, I think so. This is our BP show. There you go. All gas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Ray. <laughs> uh, so, who wants to kick us off? I have Matt. Eight, I have Matt to wants to. Now, this will carry over to the Nerd Herd show <laughs> as well, uh, just because we have so many. Mm-hmm. Well, I have so many of them. And we'll I, have, I have quite down. a few as well. Although, we might have some overlap. We'll see. We can't let Matt break this that started off. We'll I run know. out of questions, uh, guys, first. <laughs> let me go off. Here, I'll go first. I'll just sprinkle mine in when it's relevant. How about that? You guys bing, periodically. Ping pong back and forth. I'll throw one in every Matt, once in a while. I want you to tell us how spicy ours are. I will. On a scale yeah. of 1 to 10. Yeah. No, I will. All right. Here's my first one, right? right? No New England player on the roster finishes in the top 24 at their position. No, outside of tight end because it's not fair because they have two mate. So the quarterback is not even nope. going to finish. Out. Yeah. That is bold. And it's quarterback completely 25. contradicting one of my hot takes. <laughs> so this is going to be great. Uh, I mean, there's listen. a path for Damian Harris. There's a path for Mac Jones. And I, I went to start off saying, "Hey, uh, no wide receiver finished in the top twenty-four, but that was not bold enough. That's not. That's actually. It would be bold to say one did finish as a top twenty-four. <laughs> it would be. It actually would. I started right. there. I was like, "Can I find? Can I get Devontae Parker in my top 24 I'm Like, nope. <laughs> Once they once they bring Laquan Treadwell up from the tur- the okay. practice squad, could he finish? Did they sign time? him to the practice squad? Yeah, they did. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. I mean, Devonta Parker's got that eighty inch, one inch wingspan. He's gonna be like, yep. Jones. Jones. yeah, throw yeah. me the ball, throw me the YMCA the ball. out there. <laughs> but then they got a defensive coordinator th- calling plays, and who knows what that's gonna look. like. I mean, do, do any of us see a, t- a receiver finish in the top twenty four? No, Jacoby Myers, no, no chance. Devonta Parker, no. Obviously, the tight end is very reasonable Listen, with Hunter Henry. I do think they're going to spread it around. I think Hunter Henry is the guy that's going to probably break your your whole thing. That's what I said. No tight end, Matt. No yeah. tight end. Oh, okay. No tight end. No tight end. I didn't write that down, but yeah, no tight end. Because but I'm saying he's saying it now. He's saying it now because it makes too much yeah. sense. All right, <laughs> bold change. <laughs> bold change. 
<laughs> you just rolled out some change. Uh, <laughs> um, and, Take those dimes. And, and, you know, Ramondre, I think, is the only guy that could do it if he got the every down, every sure. down, like, kind of roll. And he's, you know, also doing the pass catching type of stuff as well. Because, I, I you know, what we saw out of Pierre in, in the preseason wasn't something that he's going to establish any sort of role. No. Um, so it's Ramondre doing the pass catching stuff. Ty Montgomery possibly doing all the pass catching stuff. Ty Montgomery's already injured. He's on the shelf. Hurt. He's, yeah, already yeah. hurt. So that leads to mine, though. I have one of my bold predictions, Rich, is Ramondre Stevenson finishes as an RB1. Oof. <laughs> one. Oof. An RB1. Wow. Now, we've seen this. We've seen this happen over the years. And even uh, Damian Harris finished as what? Running back 13 last year, if I remember correctly? I can look for you. He finished as 13, running back 13 last year, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly. So we've seen the running back recently in their backfield do it. We are all signs are pointing to. He wasn't to, running back one last year. Huh? He wasn't running back one last year. Damian Harris, he was 13. He was right there. That's not a running back one. <laughs> We're not doing this So we again. haven't We're seen him do it. Doing this we again. haven't seen him do it. This, Thanks, is, uh, this is Joe Mixon all over again. Crazy t- <laughs> touchdown efficiency. Uh, so, that, and, and that's going to be part of it. Ramondre Stevenson, everything's been pointing this offseason to. They like him more. They want to get him more involved. They want to use him in the passing game. So if you combine what we've seen out of guys like James White, how often he gets the ball, I don't expect it to be that much. But I do expect Ramondre to be the main receiving back. And if he gets what his size would dictate, a good chunk of the goal line carries, he could do it off of no yardage, just receptions and touchdowns. He could he could get into RB1 range. Matt. Bold prediction just inserted. Damian Harris will outscore Ramondre Stevenson. Wow. That's consensus. Bold, That's not even bold. What a bold prediction. Wow. BP all gas. That's, That's a Matt prediction. Exactly. <laughs> That's uh, why he, that's why he pointed at me, right? Yeah, exactly. Be, yeah. No, I mean I can see I mean, obviously you can see it. There's a sure. I mean, but running back one, I mean it's really bold. Like if he finishes a top it's 24, one of my bolder is one of my bolder takes. If you said top 18, I'm like, okay, that's a path there. But top, running back one, I don't see it whatsoever. I could see it. Okay. I see it. It's pretty bold of you. So um, I started off hot, but you kind of forced my hand, but with the Patriots thing. Not a problem. Not a problem. I understand it. We're talking Patriots. I, I tried to Float. go look at some teams here and see what's going on. Matt, you got a not so bold prediction for us? <laughs> Here's this one. Anything's going to sound vanilla after that. <laughs> you should not have followed that. Uh, no. <clears throat> Khalil Herbert, not. David Montgomery will lead the Bears in touches and fantasy points this hey, season. Matt, that's bold. I like that one. Matt, that's bold. Did someone just pop a cork or something? That was me punching the table. Oh, yeah, Jesus. popping corks, son. Boom. <laughs> popping bottles. So what do you all think about Keep that one? Keep popping dorks. There you go, Matt. <laughs> that is a bold prediction right there. Uh, and and it's it, like if, if five is average yeah. hotness, mm-hmm. that's probably like a six or a seven. And I know he's been a trendier name this offseason. Sure. And, you know, we've heard rumors that Montgomery might even do some stuff on special teams. So there are all those rumors. Uh, But he is still the incumbent. He's performed well. So I think most people would assume that if there was somebody that was going to be in the top 24 land, it would be David Montgomery. So to assume that somebody's going to out-touch him uh, in Khalil Herbert, I think think that's pretty bold. I'm at least, I'm on the right side of five with that one. That was good. I'm usually like a... Two and a half, right, right. lukewarmish. No, I'm really proud of you. Yeah, so that I'm really proud of you. Do you think it's going to be mostly in rece- receptions? Well, I did say touches and fantasy points, but I do think that would lean more towards him being a pass catching type of guy that also operates between the tackles sure. 
some because I think he's good in the, in both respects. And there's been talk about David Montgomery not being maybe a, a scheme fit for this new scheme as much as Khalil Herbert is. So there's rumblings of that kind of stuff in the background, and and I just thought maybe this this could be the time when a, when a guy who's this has got to be David Montgomery's close to the end, end of his tender there, right? I believe I mean, it's the end of his part. contract. Yeah, the end of his con- yeah. contract. So, I mean, they might be trying out a new guy, Khalil Herbert, you know, it was a fifth round or sixth round draft pick last year. Mm-hmm. And scheme who, per- who performed well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it really is. I mean, being the right system, the right scheme is everything for just NFL production atop of fantasy football production. I mean, we've said it a thousand times in the show. Like, is Alvin Kamara the best running back in the league? No, but he's in that. he fits right. that scheme and system perfectly in what he does, those kind of running backs. And all these new regimes always want their guy. Now, they didn't necessarily draft Herbert, but it would be a their guy kind of move to elevate him as the starter over David Montgomery, who was, you know, the the past regime's guy. So it, it's it's... In the realm of possibility, but it's it's pretty spicy. But definitely cool. if they want to do, like Matt said, if they want to see what they have in Khalil Herbert, right? If they want to see, hey, David Montgomery's going to walk. We're not going to resign him uh, for sure. This running back class is too deep, deep next year. We're for mm-hmm. sure going to get a guy in the second or third round. Uh, that's yeah. Or even possibly, hey, they want to add B.J. Robinson to go with Justin Fields for that offense to really spice it up a little bit, um, which is a possibility. Then you could imagine them giving Khalil Herbert as the season progresses, as the team starts to slowly find their way, sliding away from the playoffs, a little bit more action to see what they have in him. So that definitely can, I see the path for that. Okay. Um, Don't come back to me again, because that was my best one. All right. <laughs> my, uh, my next bull prediction is... Going out George Costanza style. <laughs> going out on a high note. We'll go, we'll go two to one. We'll go two to one here. Um, my next bold prediction is Michael Carter of the New York Jets running back finishes finishes within 25 fantasy points of Brees Hall. Uh, this is somebody where I see a little bit Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams-esque kind of last year. Mm-hmm. I think Michael Carter played too well last year, definitely at the end of last year. Definitely his yards after contact, breaking tackles. Um, he's got a, he's got a ton of experience sharing carries, right, coming out of NC with Javante Williams. So he knows how to play that number two role to perfection. Uh, so I could see him getting right around 130, 140 carries. See, see him still be involved in those third down his pass protection because he's involved with that team, uh, which put him in position to catch anywhere from 30 to 45 footballs as well. So I think this is something that can come in. I mean, we saw him last year come in, have 36 receptions, and he played in 14 games last year. Mm-hmm. So there's a path for him there to still be a fancy relevant flex player. If Brees goes hall goes down, a running back one potentially. Sure. But as much as I love Brees Hall, and I do think there's a path for him to be an absolute stud for a long time. I feel like this season we're gonna do a little bit more of the Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon kind of taste flow, and that those two will be within twenty-five points of their fantasy football season. And I had to look up Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon last year, and they were within 20 points of each other. Okay. So I, I want to go a little bit more of a stretch because I think Brees is a little bit better than Javante Williams. Uh, so I just want to go ahead and uh, go put that out there. I think so, Garrett agrees with that. I do not agree. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you have what? one graded higher? I had Javante graded higher. What do you guys think? I think they were literally a spot apart. Like I think in my all-time rankings, I think Javante – was my third highest score, and then mm. uh, I think it goes Dobbins, Swift, Javante, Brees. Okay. What do you, what do you guys make of the subpar showing so far from Brees Hall in the preseason? Just running behind a, a shaky second and third team offensive line for mo- for most of the preseason, or is it just a, an adjustment issue? We saw similar things from you know uh, 
Jonathan Taylor, his rookie season, where he yeah. where he wasn't popping, and then all of a sudden he kind of figured it this out. Came and, up last and, night. And, yeah, and this like, was it's it's funny. This was almost exactly word for word what you're saying. What we talked about last night in the in the Discord AMA, and and the three of us kind of decided like. We're not really that worried. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, it's preseason. Coaches are trying different things. They're trying uh, unique styles and seeing what works and what doesn't. And it's there was enough on tape for me to say like it's it would take a long time for me to to really be worried because I mean Jonathan Taylor we were going into week six seven eight where it was still like this doesn't look very yeah, good. No, and was, then all of a sudden it it, yep. he, he figured it out. Things slowed down for him. And then he took off. I, I, I knew you guys talked about it. I popped onto that uh, AMA last night under a fake what? name. Oh, just, no, you're I, so funny. No, I didn't. Uh, just, yeah. <laughs> what, I would love it if hilarious. you had actually done that. <laughs> the same thing with like even Jamar Chase, right? Like Jamar Chase had a rough preseason last sure. year. Was actually dropping some footballs. People were like, "Oh wow, is this going to be a thing?" You know, or like maybe. And then say, like mentioned Jonathan Taylor. Holmes so, had a, a rough start in his his trust the process. Camp. Yeah. Trust the tape. Yep. You know what I mean? It, it goes back when I buy players. Like, why are you buying this player now? I'm like, well, the tape was so good. It's why I'm. I, I, I was buying so much Clyward Edwards Alaire this offseason. People were like, why are you doing this? He's toast. He's burnt. I'm like, he's 23 years old, 24 years old. Like, he's just burnt. Like, I still have the college tape that I can go off of. Like, he has no major injuries. Or like, yeah. he's not Sammy Watkins, right? He didn't hurt his foot and can never be that guy again. So, what do you think? Do you think Michael Carter could be within 25 points of Brees it, Hall? Or do you think it will be the Brees Hall show for sure? If you had said this through the first 10 weeks, I would have said not only was it you know i could see it i would say it was even likely i think what makes this into the hot take realm is i really think over that second half or the last third of the season we're going to really see Brees hall what like we do a lot of rookie running backs where they start off more of a timeshare and then as the season grows their role increases and grows so i think that's what will happen with Brees hall so i i think that this is a little bit spicy but i don't think it's crazy uh I think that's in the realm of possibility. I think that I think what's going to happen here is again. Go, I go back to that Denver situation because I think it's pretty comparable. Is where Melvin Gordon played well enough mm-hmm. that Javante wasn't let off the leash because right. Melvin played good enough. I think Michael Carter will play good enough not to fully let Brees Hall off the leash is what, the way I look at mm-hmm. it. Even though Brees Hall deserved just like Javante, he deserved all. I mean, if you look at Michael Carter and Javante Williams last year, like a lot of things they did statistically wise, they were pretty mm-hmm. close. Um, statistically wise, it's just that Melvin wouldn't have the least. I think that's gonna be the same. I'm, I'm being redundant right now, so I think, <laughs> I think it's the same aspect there. I think Marco Carter would just do just enough there and still kind of dig into Brees Hall's fantasy production. And I think they'll both be more like flex plays or bi week fillers than every week starters sure. for your fantasy football team. Running back twos, potentially, though. Melvin Gordon was running back two last year, and so was Javante. That's right. That's right. So Absolutely. there's definitely potential there to still to be successful. All right. Garrett, on to me. Get well, all bolder with me. I, I already showed it, but I just want to make sure. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's a fine-looking sweater. What does that say What does that say in the in the uh, cursive? Javante. Oh, favorite. Dude, oh. you, you did a really good job carving that in your chest hair. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm an artist. Uh, no, this was actually. Oh, it does say Javante. I thought it said favorite. B-A-V-O favorite Williams. I-T-E. It could say favorite. I have other Williams that I like less than this Williams. <laughs> He's my favorite <laughs> Williams. <laughs> that's that's like a ninety sitcom just waiting really to happen. Is. Uh no I, Jameson. Shout out to Jaywack actually with her hooking me up with this uh this beautiful I got you, uh, uh, piece right here. Uh but I thought fitting because normally I wear the nerd shirt on the mm-hmm. show when we're here and, and I, I went rogue and I wore this tonight. 
partly because it's it's week one and I'm excited to watch Javante play. Pretty bold of you. But secondly, because one of my bold takes, bold predictions, hot takes, whatever you want to call it, Javante Williams finishes as a top six running back this season. Ooh. That's Ooh. That's now, the only thing that I think could keep him from this is just the total touches. Because I think as far as a pure running back, I think he has the ability and I think he's in the right offense to easily do this. If, if Melvin Gordon wasn't part of the equation, this wouldn't be hot at all. It would be consensus. He would be running back three, four, five, probably in most people's rankings. But Melvin Gordon came in, ruined things, and pushed him down to, I think last time I checked, he was consensus running back 13 coming into the season. So not even a running back one by consensus. Uh, I think his ability is going to slowly supersede that of Melvin Gordon. Even Melvin Gordon said in this offseason they want Javante to be the guy. Yep. If he was such a big part of their plans, I think they would have prioritized him more in free agency. They didn't. He he did end up signing there, but it was month, month and a half after free agency began. It, it was a go see if you have a market type yeah. of thing. Come back. We're interested in having you. And, and there's just another yep. year of wear and tear on his tires. He's not been the most consistently like healthy guy. He's missed time every season. Never huge, but it's always three games here, two games there. So I think there'll be enough there where Javante Williams gets to top six running back. Uh, you definitely... Uh Check out Javante Williams there and just insert this name Nick Chubb and say the same exact sentence like, oh, then you have Cream Cunt coming here. Uh, Wait, what? Cream Hunt. Cream Hunt. Cream Hunt. Ruin everything uh, for the children with his name over there. Be a little bit more respectful, Mr. Hunt. Uh, and I heard Melvin uh, from Benjamin Albright, the Broncos insider, said that Melvin Gordon took a little while to sign because he actually had other offers on the table for a little bit more money. And he said, uh, I want to win a championship. You can't repeat that. This is a children-friendly show. It is not. And the way you say you say his name is Cream too. Cream. Well, the problem, cream. creamy, creamy hunt out there messing with my Nick Chubb shares. Share singular. I just got one. Give a twenty-four first and second form. Crispy cream. Yeah. So uh, yeah, very bold. Creamy chunk. Wait, what was your bold prediction? It doesn't matter. Not, just Move on to the next one. I'm talking about his uh, Javante Williams. No. Top six is pretty bold. I just don't see it. It is, it is, this is bold predictions. I'm not coming in here with these lukewarm takes. Yeah, I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> here, can I introduce you in some hot, creamy chunt? <laughs> what words what? are you saying? All kinds of words, Garrett. He's Got a mouthful of saliva. Uh. Words of spit. <laughs> and mispronunciate. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, dude. Everybody you want to go? Do you Javante. want me to go? You guys need a break? No. Javante. Oh, you want to talk about Javante? Yeah, I, yeah, oh, you got to give your opinion about Javante. He's a big Javante fan as well. Not wearing the sweater, but he is a big Javante fan. I am a big Javante well, fan. Well, you know, he's got a tattooed across his chest. <laughs> <laughs> it says favorite, though. It says favorite Williams. <laughs> favorite Williams. <laughs> his uncle Leroy Williams is so mad at him. They got it. <laughs> Listen, Javante Williams, I think, has the, all the talent in the world to be a top six back. I don't see it happening with Melvin Gordon there. If he, um, if Melvin Gordon for whatever reason gets injured, anything like that, yes, slam dunk. I do, I do feel like I'm probably a little bit closer with my expectation to consensus 12, 13. I think that's more yeah. realistic for Javante Williams. So, so hot take, you're at, you're at a seven for me, seven or seven and a half, maybe. Nice, nice. Insert pretty hot. Insert yeah. new bold prediction. Insert number two. <laughs> Are you ready? You're starting yes. to scare me. Yes. Like, you started with insert. And I was like, where's he going? 
You never know. Let me de-insert the saliva on my mouth. De-insert. <laughs> Melvin Gordon finishes as a running back, too. I think he's that. like I, one spot off of that on consensus. Right. So. Okay. About a two. Bold. <laughs> one and a half. It's a bold. Cold. Cold bold period. lowercase letters. <clears throat> if you would have said top 18, I think that would make it bold. No, I don't believe in that. Okay. I think it'd be like running back 23. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're on there. I'm going to bring us back to earth here. Kyle Phillips will outperform fellow rookie Traylon Burks oh! from a fantasy perspective in 2022. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shnikes. <laughs> Who is this man and what did he do with Matt? I don't know, but uh, Jared just went from six to midnight. I'm, yes. I'm happy. I, you, hear that, you hear that thud on our table? I'm going to stand up right now. Get out the duct tape. Get it out. Teacher, don't call Get me. Get it out. I have a Trey Lumberg's uh, bullet take. I'll save it, though. Matt, I am I'm shooketh. Shaketh no more. Wow. Let's hear what you have to say. So, I, obviously, you're, you're, ba- the, you're basing this yeah, off of. Yeah, he's the Burks guy. Go ahead. Uh, you're basing this off of just total amount of you think he's gonna be just smothered in receptions yeah no i just i just i like the fit with kyle phillips and ryan Tannehill. i think that's going to be a nice uh combination where Tannehill is going to feel comfortable throwing to a guy that's quick in and out of breaks closer to the line of scrimmage um compared to a guy Traylon burks who is going to be more reliant i think on downfield type of stuff uh for for fantasy production anyway so it's going to be Robert Woods. It's going to be Kyle Phillips. It's going to be another guy that I have another uh, bold prediction about. Austin Hooper will reemerge as a fantasy relevant tight end and finish at the low end of a tight end one. I actually like that prediction. I actually don't mind that one either. No, I, that's pretty I, good. I had, the, I had the same thing. I was like, I think Austin Hooper's going to have a rebound year this year. All thanks to Ryan Tannehill and this Tennessee offense. Yeah. yeah. So now, those are my two related ones. So, Matt, with, you with, you just got through half your bold takes. You have to slow down. <laughs> I'm going to sit on the sidelines for a while. I I'll just interject when Rich goes completely off the rails and brings He's like, back Tennessee. I love him. <laughs> Kyle Phillips is the only ten I see. Exactly. So listen, I think Kyle Phillips has a path to be fancy relevant this year, but not to be the higher scorer than Traylon Burks because you know what you said about keeping things close, close to the line of scrimmage, like Traylon Burks does that extremely well. So well, it's mostly all they used him with in college in Arkansas. They, they didn't give him I a don't lot think of, it's they, because he did it well. I think it's because their quarterback couldn't get the ball to him anywhere else. I don't think that's fair where, enough. I don't think that's where he shined <laughs> at all. I think that, I mean, I think that was how they used him. I don't think, I think that's not his best use period. Close to the line of scrimmage. I think Kyle Phillips could be, I think Kyle Phillips could make a presence this year, but I do not think he'll be even a top 36 fantasy football wide receiver. He and might flirt with it. In in my defense, neither do I. I oh, okay. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> and I was going to say, my reasoning has more to do with Burks than it does Phillips. Yeah, base. Okay. I mean, if you want to make that argument, I disagree. I almost said the Broncos wouldn't have a top 24 wide receiver. That was one of my bold Ooh, takes. Oh, that would be very bold. It's the only one Unless I Unless they had I, like I three like that were like 25, 26, 27, because Judy Sutton and like Hamler I was worried about like them that. all vulturing each other. But yeah. I, I was like, you know what? That's even too bold for me. I, 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 I think, it. honestly, I think that the Tennessee offense is going to revolve around the running game. It's going to yeah. revolve around Austin Hooper. It's going to revolve around Robert Woods. And both of those guys are going to be kind of afterthoughts, but I think I think Kyle Phillips is just going to be that chain mover that they kind of uh, uh, need. Like and, a like a rookie Renfro. Yep, absolutely. And Burks, they're going to use as like a, a downfield, field-stretching kind of guy that they throw the ball to, and if he makes the catch, great. If he doesn't, he still 
pulled the defense way down the field, and it's a, at least a threat of, of, of downfield action. Okay. I got a complete counter bull take here. <laughs> you uh, keep making new ones as we... <laughs> no, this one's actually written down. Oh, okay. written down. Interject. This is not, this is not a, a, a bonus edition of Melvin Gordon or uh, what was my other bonus? We don't want to talk about your other bonus. <laughs> my, my BBs, my, my double Bs, my double bonuses. <laughs> I'll get to it, though, after uh, Garrett's uh, ad read here. But once he does, I'm gonna come. What a transition! I'm gonna, I'm gonna, ju- I'm gonna jump over in. here. I'm not even jumping feet first. I'm a cannonball in this bitch. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about our friends over at Prediction Strike. Yes, they are back. We are back with them. And uh, you know, guys like Kyle Phillips, great guys to look at on mm-hmm. Prediction Strike. Guys that are rookies, guys that are not big names yet, but could really emerge. I'm sure a guy like Damian Pierce, a couple weeks ago. Not that much. Now, All right, Jared. Three I, or four dollars. I know this show alone raised Michael Pittman Jr.'s price oh, yeah. like a dollar or two. If it, you it, bought Michael Pittman right when we told I you did. to buy him, <laughs> yeah. you would have made a couple dollars. We're just each over year. here inflating our own stocks. That's and then right. We sell them as that's soon exactly as what it is. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> no. Buy uh, all the Kyle Phillips. <laughs> I forget what he was at, but he's at three. Rich really did yeah, buy He was at like two something. So yeah, he's he's risen like a buck since since the last time we talked about him. But you bought, yeah, but if you bought like a hundred dollars yeah, worth of shares, right. you just doubled your money. Exactly, that's huge. Yeah, I've gained thirteen dollars on my shares. I bought like fourteen shares last week. I say I bought like eight, I think. So that's almost a dollar a share. A couple three, weeks ago, I think it was a couple minus, weeks 14, ago when we were here. 100%. Carry the one, love it, love it. So <laughs> do, you, do you love it? Head over to predictionstrike.com or better yet, just download the app. Go to the app. Just go to the app. It's easy. It's nice. It's pretty. Go to the app. And use the promo code DYNASTY to receive a free share of a player. That's right. Absolutely free. You don't have to pay anything. You get to look at, at some different players. You can get and be like, oh, I think this guy's going to do good. And be like, oh, you don't have to pay anything for that. Like, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. PredictionStrike.com. That's where that's happening. And I just want to mention a little something, something over here. Sleeper. My favorite Dynasty platform. New segment. That's right. New new little segment that we're doing. It's, uh, it's our buy or sell of the week. Powered by Sleeper. Sleeper. And this week's buy, just real quick, just a little something. A little, little nugget. Sleeper. Uh, is. What? Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. I totally <laughs> blanked on his name. He's like, this is my buy of the week. Like, the guy. I am all in. The, I have been thinking a lot about him. Like, uh, the, guy, <laughs> the guy that just got elevated to number two. That's right. No, uh, Kenny Pickett it was, is my buy. Of, man, this show is great. Uh, my buy of the week is, in fact, Kenny Pickett. And I always like to try to buy anytime big news breaks on a player I like, but it's not positive. You know, obviously, Mitchell Trubisky has now been named the starter. There are going to be people in certain leagues that are smart that will not sell him. And they're going to hold on to him because they saw what he did in preseason. They saw what he did in college and believe in the talent like I do. There's going to be other people that say, he can't beat out Mitch Trubisky. Oh, my gosh, this dude's a bum. And they're going to be willing to sell for 75 cents on the dollar. I would capitalize on that, and I would go get myself, especially in Superflex leagues, on Sleeper, some Kenny Pickett. Damn it. Mitch Trubisky took the Bears to two playoff games, made the Pro Bowl, uh, was in a bad offense, and he's from Menor, Ohio. So I will not hear any <laughs> slander about Mitch Trubisky. No yeah. Mitch slander, just, just Kenny Price. Yeah, we started doing that last year, our our buy or sell of the week. And this year, we're just being sponsored by our friend Sleeper, the number one platform right now. And, of course, now you can find the Dynasty Nerds podcast on Sleeper. They have to go right over their podcast, click on the podcast, and the Dynasty Nerds 
podcast is right there. Bold prediction for Rich. Here we go. Cannonball. <laughs> Traylon Burks will finish as a top scoring rookie wide receiver in the 2022 season. Everything Matt just said about Kyle Phillips, just insert the name Traylon Burks instead. My case is closed. Thank you for coming to this Rich Talk. I will be here next week breaking down week one of the NFL call season. call it a Rich Talk. I don't see it. Listen, I think, uh, just like Matt said, Ryan Tannehill, run, the game's going to run off of uh, the short passing game. Keep Derrick Henry, the run game as well, is going to be the main focus of this. I think Austin Hooper does see a resurgence, but I think they're going to, you know, they basically traded A.J. Brown for Traylon Burks. Like, they drafted him to be the face of this franchise at the receiving position. They bring in Robert Woods, who I do. I love Robert Woods, yep. too. I think he'll be fantasy fo- football relevant. I think he'll be a top 36 fantasy football receiver. But I think Traylon Burks is in position to be a potential top 24 fantasy football receivers rookie year. I think he is so dynamic with the ball in his hands and can do so much. Uh, basically turn that running back with the ball in his hands. I think they will design plays just like they did in Arkansas for him to get the ball in his hands close to the line of scrimmage when needed, and he will make plays afterwards. I think he'll also make plays downfield where he's already shown during his uh, – during uh, the, the, not the preseason, preseason camp, 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 training camp, camp. Yeah, training camp. I'm, I'm, it's the NFL season. I forget what they do beforehand. I'm already locked <laughs> it doesn't in. matter. So, Kenny Pickett, I remember now. You know, We're only he, looking forward. He's a top 15 NFL draft pick to be the number one receiver in this team. So that's what he's going to come in and do. You know, I thought, you know, with Drake London there, he, he's probably the easiest choice to pick to be the top fantasy football scoring receiver. But I think they're so bad in Atlanta. I think he's going to have a hot, hard time producing. He's not the number one receiver, Kyle Pitts is. So I think Traylon Burks actually has a, a chance to be the number one focal point in this offense in the passing game. And Ryan Taylor has shown us over the last couple of years, he's a very capable quarterback in the NFL, right? He's, he's let's say, argue slightly above average, slightly. Um, Some of you can actually win with. Number one seed in the AFC, can't win a Super Bowl with, apparently. But they take his team to make him the number one seed in the AFC. I think Traylon Burks will come in, see the target share required to produce, and then actually do well enough with the ball in his hands to be the top scoring rookie wide receiver in the NFL this year. And I think he has a good chance to be a top 24, low top 24, like right in that range. You know, if anything, a high end wide receiver three. I am worried about this whole offense as a whole as a passing game. But again, they've shown us that they can make things happen. If A.J. Brown can do it, Traylon Burks can do it. How about that? On Put that on a t-shirt, Mr. Favorite Williams. <laughs> What? <laughs> Mr. Favorite Williams. <laughs> I, I think the difference for me and Javante's new nickname, by the way, yes. Favorite Williams, for sure. Javante, Favorite sure. Williams. Why? Because I can't read cursive. <laughs> uh, I think the difference is A.J. Brown came in as one of the more polished receivers that I had yeah. seen in, in a while. Yep. Whereas Burks was kind of on the opposite end of that. He was more of one of the more unrefined receivers. Oh, because he came in chubby? You said it, not me. Uh, and Matt said it too. I've said it quite a bit. I like cookies. Uh, I just, I don't, I don't think that everything is together for him yet. Could we start seeing some flashes of that upside at, in moments during the season? Absolutely. But I don't know that he's going to be able to put it together consistently over the course of the year. So for me, I know maybe not consensus, but I, for me, this is a very spicy take. This would be like seven, eight for me. I like that. Yeah. And and spices up to nine. And for a guy who played basically all the preseason games, basically the entire game also in order to get more reps and everything like that, to only have four catches, 37 yards and a touchdown against second and third stringers for the mm-hmm. most part. It's it's it wasn't an, an overly impressive preseason debut for him either. 
So I, I just, I'm not sure how you go from that to not, not really being able to beat guys and, and make big plays against second and third stringers that aren't even in the league anymore to all of a sudden being the guy who is outproducing all of the rookies. You I could just, say the same thing about Jamar Chase last year, Matthew. Could you? I don't know. Could you? No. Remember, is that good? <laughs> no, you couldn't. <laughs> so um, I don't know. It's 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 sizzling. It's sizzling. It's, it's, it's bold. It's a bold take it's by hot. you. I just don't. I, I happen to not agree Jared, with it. I want you to write this down. Put in bold letters. No. Underline it and highlight it. Shut up. And rub it in these turkeys' faces. Come Thanksgiving Day. Can I, can I interject a bold take? Yes. Jamison Williams will come back from a blown out ACL and score more fantasy points than Traylon Burks this Ooh, year. Ooh, that's a bold take, Matt. Burn. That 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 is from bold that, because of the injury. Yep. From uh, that like uh, span of games when he actually comes back. Or no, like he's saying total. overall. Overall, mm. like he's a farmer. With no undershirt on, just overalls, <laughs> just nipples, the nipples, overall. nipples show whenever every he, time he turns. Whenever sideways. he comes back in October who, till the end of the season. Who is that really big defense? Ted Ted Washington or who is a really big defensive lineman that always wore the overalls? Elvis? No, no. I think you were right, Washington. Ted Washington? No, it was, was not it, Ted Washington. It wasn't Ted. He played for. Uh, you know who I'm talking about? I know exactly. Who you're talking. He's, he's all. Pro, he was an all pro. Yeah. Did he play for the Broncos or the Patriots? He played for the Patriots. He did pay for the Patriots at one point. Vince Wilfork? Vince Wilfork. Was it Wilfork? Yeah. I think it was, yeah. It might have been Wilfork. You might be right. Yeah, he wore the overalls all yeah. the time. Yeah. All the Love time. Love it. Love it. It's a big, it's a big Vince. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty bold, Matt. Uh, mostly because of the games played. So that means he would have to, you know, make up the because he, he was for sure put on the pup, correct? I'm ninety five. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure, sure he was he too. Was. So four games. Jerry, can you check on that if he was put Jameson Williams put on the pup? He was. Okay, I would. So, I mean, I'm so it's guaranteed four games, and then could be another two, sure. three, four after that. I'm, I'm guessing some point in October till the end of the year. He knows exactly when he's coming back. He's still predicting. Yep, I love it. So I who do you it. who do you think's the number one fantasy football rookie this year? Receiver. I mean, I'd love to say Garrett Wilson. I think he's the guy that's ready to do it. I don't know if the quarterback Offense. there is is ready to do it. <sighs> I, I have a bold prediction. And, and Drake, that. I mean, Drake London is obviously the guy that has the least amount of competition, I think, sure. for, for targets. So it's not I think, bold, though. Yeah, I think he's easy. Um, whoa, whoa. Don't tell his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Garrett. Well, I didn't necessarily project who would be the number one receiver this year, but I did project who would be, which of these rookie receivers would have the highest ADP come this time next year oh. because of his potential and how he performed. It's Kyle Phillips. It's right? Sky Moore. <laughs> it's Sky Moore. Sky Moore. Uh, yeah, yeah, very, yeah. very talented wide receiver. A lot of good comments out of camp in the in preseason. Lots of things you like to see. Beating guys off the line, which is something that we saw in on film that he was fantastic off the line. So good. Would beat press coverage easily. And when you look at the offense that could really elevate him, I mean, there's you're going to have a hard time finding a better offense than the chiefs. Right. And it's a path completely open for that wide receiver one. And their guy that's, you know, probably going to be the past top pass catcher on this team, actually almost guaranteed Travis Kelsey is getting older and he's at the tight end position. So I think that when you talk about a good path, plus a player that really could elevate, I think sky Moore is, is that guy. Damn it. If I go back in time, edit this out, Sky Moore will be my number. Will be the number one scoring <laughs> dynasty rookie wide receiver. What do you guys think of that hot take? 
Sizzling. Let, let me interject with my bulb. <laughs> You're Updated wrong. Bulb prediction. You're wrong, Rich. It's going to be Sky Moore. No, I love that take. And actually, I was. I've been trying to get. I didn't have any Sky Moore t- uh, shares sure. oh, this season, but I just made a trade this past weekend. Uh, Superflex tight end premium. I gave up Adam Troutman and Cole Komet and got Sky Moore. Nice. Yeah, very happy. I, very I like happy. that take a lot. Um, I do think Sky Moore is a guy that's going to emerge as the season goes on. And, and in that offense especially, there's huge amount of potential. Which brings me to my bold take. Oh, man. After Juju Smith-Schuster and Mikael Hardman fall flat and Mark uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantlin drops too many balls, Justin Watson is going to merge as the number two wide receiving option Whoa. on the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow, that is bold. That is bold. It's so bold that I forgot Justin Watson was on the Chiefs. Yes. <laughs> it's so bold. I would bet most people right now are checking their waiver wire, and I bet most of those people will find Justin Watson on the waiver wire. They probably will. Not if they play with me in their That's league. Right. That's right. <laughs> wow. Had a good preseason. You did great this year. He had a good preseason. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. These were really bold takes. It took me the better part of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Although you did kind of blow your load in the first show. You have none for the second show. I'm checking out. I'm actually going to go home. (laughs) I'm totally checking out. He got so excited that he had good ones. He just used them all up right away. (laughs) He's had a good report. Patrick Mahomes has had good things to say about him. Um, eight receptions, 170, yard, 107 yards and a touchdown, 13.4 yards per catch average. He's a big, tall guy. He's always been a, a, a size, speed freak um, going back to his days in Tampa. And it's just I, – I, it's more about me not having a lot of faith in the guys ahead of him and, and him kind of being a guy that it's always been on, on my radar in the back of my mind as a guy that, you know, six foot three, 215 pounds can run really well and just never got a great opportunity there in Tampa Bay. And to have Patrick Mahomes, you know, saying good things about you and him performing well in the preseason, it just, it's a, it's an amazing offense. I, I just think he's a guy that could come out of the woodwork and kind of surprise some people. That's extremely bold. It is. Yes. It's so bold. I'm not even going to look at my waiver wire to see if Justin Watson's on there. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bold. I don't believe you. It's so bold. I don't believe you. <laughs> I mean, it's, it'd be, I when mean, my prediction comes right, it comes out, it comes incorrect. Well, we're talking Chiefs. This yeah. leads right into my right. bold prediction. Comes incorrect or comes, comes incorrect? Cor- correctly. Comma or? Comma, space. Space. Come, come on the kick. Come <laughs> Where are we at on time-wise, Jared? 46 minutes. <clears throat> right, okay, we've got, we got time for bad. a couple more. Just about a couple more poll predictions there. That is that is very bold, though, Matt. That is that is a good one. Uh, Check your waiver wire. See if it's on there. I think, I think what makes it so bold is there's like five things that have to happen for that to take place. It's not that I think Justin Watson's a bad player. It's just Juju has to fail. And Mikul Hardman. And uh, MVS. MVS. And... And well, no, he said wide receiver two. Uh, so I guess for the Chiefs, yeah, for it's going to be Sky Moore and him. Okay, come the end of the year. All right. He forgot wide receiver one, Travis Kelsey. Well, that's, that's he's tight end tight one. End one. Yeah. Come on, I didn't say the number two passing option. Yeah, get hip to the or lingo. pass catching option. <laughs> Jeez, you want to do this language? You want to do the show in sign language? I thought you'd call him a fullback. Oh, I thought about it. <laughs> Suffering fuckatash. No, everybody's a tight end. You my, know that. my my bold <laughs> prediction with a Chief is. Clyde Edwards-Alaire will be a top 15 PPR running back this season. 
I, I'm also not a huge believer in this receiving core for Pat Mahomes. Yes, he will make these guys better. Yes, I love Sky Moore, but he's still a rookie uh, from FCS school. So it's you know he's got to come. He's got to acclimate to the NFL, mm-hmm. which I think he will do, mostly in the second half of the season. I'm not a big believer in Juju Smith-Schuster whatsoever. I think Miko Hardman is what he is. Uh, nothing more special there at all. So I think this, I think they're going to have to rely on the ground game a little bit more. And more importantly, I think Clyde Zolaire will be way more involved in the passing game this year. I think he's going to see a massive jump in his receptions. I think he'll total this year a co- more receptions collectively than he has his first couple years in the league already. I think this offense will need help. Obviously, Travis Kelsey is the number one passing option. I think Travis Kelsey will have a million yards uh, this year. I think he'll be – I think Travis Kelsey has a potential to be – a top fantasy football wide receiver uh, there as well. But I think Clyde Wurzelaire will be in that Brian Westbrook role. We kind of talked about this in depth a little bit uh, about Clyde Wurzelaire over the summer. About And Matt gave some good stats about how Clyde, uh, Brian Westbrook wasn't used until his uh, third season sure. there yep. with uh, Andy Reid as well. So we know Andy Reid can scheme for the running back to be a, a big part in this offense. We saw Brian Westbrook catch 70 balls, 80 balls, 90 footballs there to be a running back one consistently for three years. So I think Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I almost want to say a, a running back one, but I want to say top 15 because I could also see as this, as the receivers acclimate with Pat Mahomes as the offense opens up a little bit more the second half of the season, maybe it starts to take a little, I think Clyde Edwards-Alaire has a chance to start the season hot but then maybe even slow down just a little bit, not to a bad point, mm-hmm. to be, but still be a top 15 <clears throat> running back, to be a league winner. And again, I think it's going to be mostly on the receptions that he does obtain. And I think he will do good enough on the ground game because if you remember back to his LSU days, he was a solid in-between-the-tackles runner mm-hmm. as well. He would disappear. And But the number one thing we loved about Clyde coming out was his pass-catching ability. He was the number one graded pass catch running back coming out of this draft. And we've been very confused why he has not been used in that role yet. I think we do see that break this year. We saw Andy Reid say that he thought he was better off the tape than Brian Westbrook. So if that's the case, then you would expect him to be utilized in the pass game. I think Clyde finally makes me look better after that uh, grandstand I made for him about being a rookie running back one, which I was clearly wrong about. Um, Apologies. You know, can't be right all the time. And uh, <laughs> I think he will. This will be resetting the course, per se, of him actually becoming his ADP rising and actually making at least the hurt of taking him 1-1, if you did take him 1-1, less hard to swallow. As he starts to become actually fantasy football running back, that can help you win championships for the next couple of years. I don't. I don't think this is too spicy, and I mean that in a good way. Because I think yeah. that there's like some potential legs to it. It would be higher than I would be willing to rank him. I think I right now have him in my redraft strength. I have to go back and look, but I think at like around 22 or so, 23. So I have him as like a low end RB2. Uh, but, I, but I do think that there's a path to where this happens. There, there is the, uh, the opportunity there is, is, you know, very viable. There's not a lot of other talented running backs on the roster. I know for a second we wanted to make Pacheco a thing. And that's the thing too. I don't think Pacheco or Jones is a threat whatsoever. So it's almost I think that's like what really helps him. Yep. And I think that's what really helps pro- like propel him as well. Is like yeah. there's not a lot of competition. We see running backs like this all the time. Like Mike Davis in Atlanta a couple of years ago. Right. No real challenges there to really like take him off. And his numbers statistically wide were all low. But he stayed healthy and he got all the carries and the receptions. And where did he finish? Running back 12 overall. Yep. Yeah, no, I absolutely love this. Uh, we were talking about it. Like you said, uh, Rich, we talked about this earlier in the year. I do think this is the year where he takes a, a big leap in his pass-catching role. 
And on the legs of that alone, I feel like he could be a guy that's that's bordering on the uh, on the running back fifteen. So I, I love this take. I don't think it's even that bold in my opinion because I, I think it's uh, I think more likely to happen than not. Let me interject with another bold. Did you just inject yourself? <laughs> yes, he just injected himself. He'll be a running back one this year. Super Bowl <laughs> sizzled up. Have some uh, crushed red pepper like I do to everything I make in life. Nice. Which is I don't make anything. And then my spice. wife makes a life. I throw some crushed red pepper on it to spice it up. <laughs> Love it, That's man. It. Garrett, can you close us out this show? With I can. Your, uh, for this show. Because then we're going to the Nerder, Nerder. show. And yep. I've got a Cam Akers bold prediction Ooh. and some uh, good information to back it up that is going to knock your socks not off. Good. Because I'm not wearing it. What is it going to do to my socks? <laughs> well, if you wiggle your toes, to move a little bit. True okay. statement. Close this out, Garrett. All right. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna finish with this uh, Chiefs trend Ooh. that we've been having, and Travis Kelsey wouldn't be bold to say that he's going to finish his tight end one. He's done that five of the past six years, right? But it would be bold to say that he finishes as wide receiver one overall. So. Travis Kelsey, not only tight end one overall, but also wide receiver one overall. The I, number one, beating out Justin Jefferson in points. Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, yes. I thought about that bold take. Did you? I'm not going to lie. I have another, <laughs> I have a different tight end that I think is going to finish as a top 12 fancy football wide receiver. In okay. Place. But I thought about making Travis Kelsey the number one overall scorer. Pass catcher. He's yep. only a couple years removed from almost leading the league in passing yards, receiving yards. Now with, with Tyreek Hill on the roster. So I that is very bold. It is very bold. It's sizzly, and I love it. Hey, I mean, even crushed red Matt, pepper on that. Matt, Matt, Matt's not loving it though. He's, he's about to throw up. <laughs> it's hard. It's he's really hard to, to do. But I think I think the touchdowns have an opportunity to be there, right? For sure. The targets absolutely. The targets will absolutely be there as well. And he he already shown that he was almost uh, he led the league in like receiving like late in the year, two yes. couple of years. It was, it was we're talking about twenty twenty one, right? Or twenty 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 twenty. So like. He was on his way to doing that already. Now is the number one option with nobody else really around him to really dominate those targets. I mean, yeah, I could see a clear path where he's like the number one overall receiving player. Do I think it happens? No, but it's no. a path. It's, it's That's why it's a bold take. It is a bold take. And no, I don't think it's going to happen, but I, I love it. I love the idea of it. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> he said, that's a 10. That means you're being ridiculous. You can stop. You can stop. He would have to... I think the I think the biggest thing would get there because I, I do think he has a potential to score anywhere from twelve to thirteen hundred yards. Like I, if his numbers good. went considerably up, he had about uh, almost twelve hundred yards last year, mm-hmm. one hundred and thirty something targets. Every the wide receiver one numbers would have to come significantly down, right? Which I mean, we expect to happen, sure, because Cooper Cup's numbers last year were bonkers, bonkers. But Devontae Adams were pretty good. Also. His, were, his were very fifteen hundred. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. Twenty three catches. That's that's what we would have to see. We would have to see probably in the range of like 115, 120 catches. I think the, I think fifteen hundred yards and touchdowns. twelve touchdowns. Yeah, I think it all. I think even more than that. Eighteen hundred yards combined for for Debo Samuel. So I mean, these are the guys he's, he's competing with. Justin right. Jefferson, all, you know, 1,600 yards. I mean, that. It's how, many, just, how many touchdowns did – because I think there were only a couple guys at over 10, right? Not many. Just, many. Justin Jefferson had over 10. Uh, Debo Samuel had 
14 combined. Combined, okay. Um, so, yeah, he would have to have the 12 to 14 I think, 14 I think range. he needs to be in, like, the 15 range. Yeah, to be the tough. number one. Devontae Devont Adams. Score had, I think where he game. gets it is literally the touch. Like, he'd have to score an exorbitant amount of touchdowns yeah. to be like, oh, my receiver won. And people go, well, he scored a lot of touchdowns. I'm like, well, yeah, that's the whole point. Devontae like, Adams had over 10. Yeah. Cooper Cup obviously, had over 10. Yeah, Cooper 16. Cup had 16. tons of everything. Yep. All yeah. of them. So there's, a, I mean, Jamar, with that Jamar offense, Chase had 13. So I mean, he's got a lot of hurdles, I think, right. to get over to get over, to get that. I, I think the catches will, will help though, yeah. because I think he'll he could surpass most, if not all, those guys in catches, um, just because of the pure targets. Yeah, I mean, it's a volume game, definitely mm -hmm. at his position. So it's a bold take. I like it. I think it's possible. I think there's a path. I give that definitely on a sizzle scale, an eight. It's a it's a nine on the sizzle sizzle. Uh, what is Burning. it? Sliding sizzle, sizzle scale. It's sizzle scale. scale. Thank you. Sizzle scale. Like my my brain range. wouldn't I mean, say uh, scale. Think about it. Sizzle scale. It could be a thermometer. It could be a thermometer. S yeah. The sizzle thermometer doesn't sound nearly as cool as sizzle. Sale. I give it. I give it. A, I give it a zero as far as if I think it's going to happen. <laughs> oh, I give it a three uh, out of one out of ten of happening. I give it a three. Okay. All right, I give it a wraps zero. this up. There's yeah. a path. He said, I, "I give it zero again." Still, well, still, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next week. <laughs> Guess what we're talking next week? Week one NFL <laughs> yeah. fans. Who the seasons. heck knows? Yeah, there's going to be so much action. Oh, so here it is. Uh, you know, all you know. It's not just exciting about dynasty fans. We'll be back. Redraft getting back. It's just our favorite NFL teams are back as well. All our teams are, have the same record. We all have a path to the Super Bowl. If you're a big enough diehard, you could find that path to get your team to the Super Bowl. Trust me, I've done it for 42 years as Every a Browns fan. Every year you do. Uh, you know, we went 0-30. I'm like, so. there's a path for us next year to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> this is what's got to happen. Uh, so it's great. Jets, it's man. great. I want remember everybody to enjoy it. The games, week in, week out. Every win matters when it comes to fantasy football. Absolutely. Every single win matters. Every point Joe, matters. Joe Flacco's, Joe Flacco's going lineup. to the Super Bowl. Yeah, possibly. They, they yeah. He could take him again. It all matters. And enjoy it because we're going to blink and the season's going to be over and we're going to be talking 2023 rookies before you even know it. So enjoy wait. it. I was going to say, that's enjoy not the, a bad thing. Enjoy the Thursday no. night game. Enjoy your Sunday night games. Enjoy your Monday night games. And enjoy the entire year. Remember, there's no off season. So mm -hmm. enjoy all these games because it really is. What's funny part it is it with Dynasty being 365 days a year, the actual NFL season is one of the smallest parts that we do of this. the actual season. Especially the fantasy season. For the fantasy season. And yeah, then every year, you know, it's a little bit longer now because of the expanded season. Now we start our playoffs usually around 15, week 15. So we have a little bit more play. But still, you'll blink. It's over. Enjoy it. And of course, go Browns. <laughs> Adios.